Welcome back, friends, to the So What podcast. Thank you for joining in on another conversation on how to sow intentionally so that we can reap abundantly. I want to say a huge thank you for your unbelievable support. I am completely blown away by the response from So What episode number one. Seriously, I don't know what to say other than thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for believing in this with me. Thank you for going on the journey. I am so excited for all that is to come. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're listening to this in real time, it is 2020, which is kind of a crazy year so far. We still have several months in front of us. But in March of 2020, the U.S. and really the world at large essentially shut down to help aid in the elimination of COVID-19. The sheltering in place or quarantine, whatever you want to call it, offered a rare opportunity to reflect on our lives and potentially to reset them in some ways. I've observed conversations both in person and on social media how when all of the COVID-19 mandates and procedures are over, individuals don't really want to return to once was considered normal life. Normal referring to the rat race going a million miles an hour, workaholism, faking it until you make it, an extremely crazy tempo of life. People not wanting to return to that, not wanting to see that as normal going forward. And I'll have to be honest with you, I absolutely love the idea of not returning to that kind of lifestyle. However, not to be a downer, But a conversation or personal preference of not wanting to go back to a crazy, hustled, and hurry life won't stand up to society's dedication for you to be wildly busy. And not just society's dedication and expectation, but really your friends, your families, your coworkers, your bosses, or your company's expectation. American and Western culture is steeped in this ideology that busyness is a badge of honor. That somehow, if you aren't flat out exhausted by the end of the day and don't have a minimum of 13 things on your daily to-do list, you're lazy or that you aren't a high-capacity leader. And if I can just shoot straight, I absolutely hate that kind of thinking. Yes, if there's one thing I hate, it's the idea that we have to live on full throttle in order to be successful, in order to pursue our dreams or to get the desirable job promotion. Don't get me wrong, I am all about working hard. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this full throttle exhaustion. I'm all about working hard. However, I believe in working hard with boundaries. I once was told by a leader that it was impossible to be successful in your job and only work 40 hours a week. Only 40 hours a week. I quickly responded with, I disagree with that. Then this individual went on to share why they were right and how if I wanted to be successful or to achieve much in work that I would have to put in a minimum of 60 plus hours a week. I guess I can see this individual's point of view to an extent because, yeah, the more time you put into something, hopefully the better results you would get. But working 60 plus hours a week? No. 
that's not my jam. So I quickly came back with a comment that I was going to prove this belief wrong. Yes, I actually said this out loud. I said, I'm going to prove that wrong. Or maybe it was, I'm going to prove you wrong. Can't really remember. Proving wrong was my point. You see, there are 168 hours in a week. And if I were to get seven hours of sleep a night, that would leave me with 119 hours of awake time. There is absolutely no way that I was going to or I am going to give more than half of my awake time, 60 hours, to work. Again, I'm all about working hard. If you know me, I am a bit of an overachiever. Actually, I shouldn't even use the word bit in there. I am an overachiever. I could give you a list of all my credentials, achievements and accomplishments, weekly hobbies, past and current projects, weekly calendar and to-do lists, but I don't think that's necessary. For me, when it's work time, I put in the work, and I think with excellence. I'll sum it up with this. I decided that I was going to be both successful and live in a healthy-paced rhythm of life. Who said that you can't have both? Seriously, who said that you can't be successful and have a healthy-paced rhythm of life? I can work 40 to 45 hours a week and accomplish much and have a generous amount of time and energy to dedicate to my family, my friends, my church, my community, my hobbies, and to rest. I want you to understand, though, my goal for this episode isn't to make sure you're working 40 hours a week or less. My focus is more so on understanding what is a healthy rhythm for your life. Are you living in such a way that you are constantly exhausted or that you don't have margin in your day for rest, for family, friends, and the things that you enjoy? You see, this resolve to not live completely exhausted did require planning and follow through on my part. Just because I had the desire not to work 50 or 60 hours a week, that didn't mean that my life suddenly changed or my tasks and to-do list changed or my work schedule submitted to that idea. It also didn't mean that the busyness completely stopped. Life continued on. The expectations still remained. But there were two things that I really came to know and understand in my life that helped me to work hard, pursue my dreams, be successful in my project and career aspirations, all while having abundant time for my family and friends and activities I really enjoy and, yes, sleep. These two things are rhythm and priorities. Yes, rhythm and priorities. First, let's start with priorities. I want you to pretend like you have never heard of the word priorities before. Like this is your first time you've ever heard this word. So if this is your first time you've ever heard this word, you're probably thinking, what does priority or priorities mean? Priority means something that is regarded as more important than another. So essentially saying a priority is something that you say this is more important than something else. So when I talk about priorities, we're talking about things that are the most important to you, more important than anything else. 
And you see, with your priorities, if you don't set them, someone else will do it for you. If I don't set my priorities, someone else will set them for me. Now, your priorities might not be the same as mine, and that's totally okay. So I'm going to share mine in a moment, but don't feel pressured that yours need to look or be the same as mine. We're in different phases, different backgrounds, different uh, experiences of life, so our priorities might be different, but I think at the core, really our priorities are probably the same. So here are my priorities. First and foremost, daily time with Jesus, meditation, prayer, and reflection. That is a non-negotiable, more important than anything else kind of priority for me. The next thing is quality time with my husband, Andrew, and a weekly date night on top of that. So every day, we're going to watch Netflix together. We're going to do Pandemic, the game together. We're going to play cards. We are going to go on a walk. We're going to spend quality time together every day and go on a date night once a week. I have a son. Uh, He's just about six months old, Archie. I want to have quality time with him every single day. That is important to me. So again, playtime, cuddling, walking, he is my priority. Another priority of mine is eating and cooking dinner at home. So I want to eat healthy. I also want to save money. So that's a priority of mine. Another priority is going on day trips and vacations. I'm all about traveling. I love traveling. And so that's a priority of mine. The next one is getting six and a half to eight hours of sleep. You do not want to know me on like four or five hours of sleep. I am not pleasant. So that is a priority of me of mine. And then last but not least, a priority of mine is being successful in my work. Yes, that is a priority. I want to be a great counselor, great pastor, podcaster, writer, communicator. Those are priorities for me. So I'm going to make room for it in my life. Like I mentioned just a minute ago, the busyness doesn't stop just because I've made up in my mind that I'm going to live according to a different schedule expectation or because I'm going to set my priorities differently than the rest of the world. So that's where this idea of rhythm comes in. I choose the word rhythm on purpose. Think about the song that you last listened to. What makes a song flow and work? It's the rhythm. I've played keys for bands in the past and the driving force for the rhythm of a song is most often the drum. However fast or slow the drum beats, that tells the other instruments how fast or slow to go. The drum's tempo determines the rhythm. You see, there are seasons and moments where work or life, the rhythm is straight up busy. It's kind of a faster pace drum beat. It's in those seasons and moments where I cling to my priorities so that I navigate the rhythm well. To use the analogy of the band again, when the drum starts and determines the rhythm, the sheet music, the priorities, or the chord chart, whatever you want to call it, sheet music or chord chart, is what helps to keep me on track. My priorities are the sheet music. My priorities are what help me to navigate the busyness. They're what help me to not be controlled by busyness or exhaustion. 
So how do we navigate the rhythm of life? Our priorities. No matter how full or busy life may be, I must choose to prioritize my priorities. So that means there comes a point in the day where the things that are most important to me have to be the most important to me. That I prioritize my priorities, that everything else pauses so that I can do what is most important to me. For me, my priorities have to win each day. Priorities are what keep boundaries on my busyness. If I'm too busy to say yes to the quality time with my husband, quality time with my son, rest, my recreational hobbies, quality time in in my community and in my church and in my time of, of reflecting on scripture, then I'm too busy. Then I'm going to have to put limits on it so that I can do what's most important to me. Again, it sounds so simple. I feel like I'm repeating the same thing over and over again because I have found it is that simple. You choose what's most important to you and then you choose those things each and every day. If you and I want to be present in each and every moment of our day and not feel like we're owned by our schedule, then I believe we must choose our priorities in a specific way. Not ambiguously choose like, oh, I'm going to prioritize friends and family and being healthy or whatever, or I want rest. No, you need to choose, we need to choose specific priorities. Like, so if you want to prioritize rest, what do... What does rest look like to you? What do you mean by rest? Does that mean read a book, take a nap, go on a walk, get seven and a half hours of sleep? Be specific about what your priorities are. Specific priorities will help keep the boundaries on our schedules as well as incorporate into our lives what we actually enjoy and what fills us up. So what are your priorities? Here are some priorities that I want you to think through. There's four areas. There's personal priorities. What are things that are personal to you? Maybe they're spiritual disciplines. They're sleep. Maybe it's eating habits for me, like cooking at home because I want to eat healthier and I want to save money. That's a personal priority for me. What are your relational priorities? Who are friends or family members or a significant other or children that you want to prioritize? Recreational priorities. Man, if you like to craft or you like to run, work out, you like to read, what kind of recreational priorities do you have? And last but not least, what are your work priorities? Man, what are some dreams that you've been pursuing? What are some things you've been working hard for? It's okay to make those things priorities, but again, not letting it own you and your schedule. What would our lives look like if we had non-negotiable and concrete priorities? Priorities that we verbalized, gave specifics to, and actually lived by. There's absolutely no question in my mind that we'd have an abundance of quality time with our most favorite people 
enough space to mentally reflect on each day, and yes, be successful in our jobs. So what's your next step today? I believe it's to determine and verbalize your personal, relational, recreational, and work priorities. Again, personal, relational, recreational, and work priorities. And then allow those priorities to be the sheet music for the rhythm of your life. Because the rhythm of life doesn't really stay the same. It is ever-changing. A couple months from now, it's going to be the holidays. It's going to pick back up. The schedule, the rhythm is going to probably spike for many of us. And then the months following it, it might come down some. And so the the priorities help us navigate all of the rhythms and all of the seasons that we face. Allow the priorities to help you navigate stressful work weeks, big project deadlines, relationship struggles, or anything else that you may find that is filling your schedule or filling your mind. Again, specific priorities. Specific priorities. Don't be ambiguous in it. Don't just give an idea of, oh man, I'd love to have this be a priority in my life. Be specific. Give some meat to what your priorities are and then live by them. Choose them each and every day. Choose what is most important to you and then choose those things each and every day. I'm not perfect at this. I'm still growing in this area. I am thankful to say that I am much further in this journey than I was a couple years ago. And I can tell you how refreshing it feels to be able to say no to things that aren't that important to me. And then also to be able to pause any kind of work or or, uh, pursuit of mine because I know that I'll come back to it and that a new day of work is going to begin the next day. But I only get this one day, this one day with my family or with my friends. So I'm going to own it and I'm going to enjoy what I have today. I hope that you have found this to be helpful, that today or whenever you get the chance that you really think through and work through what are my priorities, my personal, my relational, my recreational and work priorities, that whether it's on a note on your phone or it's with a voice memo or it's your journal, that you really think through What is most important to me? And then choose those things each and every day. Guys, thank you so much for joining in on another episode of So What? I want you to remember that I'm always in your corner cheering you on as you choose to sow intentionally and reap abundantly.